Welcome to SBO Perspectives. I'm Jack Michelin. And I'm John Bricado. And we're here to give you our official second episode of the year. However, season it's three. First guest. Yeah, season three. I mean, we love it and we're just rolling with it. And I think you're going to really enjoy today's podcast as any other. Um, something new for you. Yeah, today we have John Yugelski. He's the chair of New York State ECB, and we really dive into what the organization does and what they've been doing for a long, long time. I mean, he's been with the organization since the 90s, so he has yeah. the best perspective out of most on in terms of not only what the ECB is doing, but I, I would say just New York State education finance in general. You know, he started as a as a school business official and worked his, all the, his career all the way through, you know, superintendency, and, you know, yeah. he's, he's doing a lot. He's, he's a busy guy, but... So we were, we're thankful that he carved a little bit of time out for us today. So here's our interview with John Yugelski. Today on the podcast, we have John Yugelski, educational consultant, researcher, and chair of the New York State Educational Conference Board. John started his career in school finance back in 1969, working his way through as assistant superintendent for business and finance at the Greece Central School District up until 1986. From there, he transitioned to superintendent of schools, where he finished out his career through 1997, and now in his current role as the chair of the New York State ECB. We're really excited to have you on today, John. Welcome. No, I'm doing well. Thank you very much. Yes, John, we're really excited. One of our, our first guests for the new year, we had a very successful 2022. And so with that, we really want to bring light to the ETB. You know, we really want folks to understand what it's about. I can say for myself, I don't know about John, but I really didn't know much about the organization. And the ECB is the Educational Conference Board, right? Yes. 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 So so, so we're, I want to really kick things off here. I want to start off with like folks to un- have an understanding of what exactly is the ECB right beside we know what it stands for and if you can maybe give us a little bit about what's the primary mission and and of course I guess with you being on there in quite some time maybe how do you factor into into your role with the organization you know if you will so super super actually it's an unusual organization you don't think about it in the same way that you think about a lot of other organizations Mm-hmm. It's really it was established to be a major advocate for public schools. Okay. And behind that was bringing together the seven major statewide educational organizations mm-hmm. as members to work together to make recommendations concerning public schools to the commissioner, to the board of regents, to the governor, to the legislature, and other appropriate agencies. So our focus is really Albany, where school policy is made and major decisions around mm-hmm. education are made. And our, our job is to kind of influence that, Got proactively it. or reactively in mm. some cases. Mm. Uh, and we study uh, proposed legislation that comes up during the session and take positions often uh, times in, in a matter of 24 hours, depending on where the legislature is and what, what they're wow. doing. And, and all of that is designed to say, hey, our, we're major advocates for public schools. That's yes. what that's all about. And we take into account all seven of those major organizations. Certainly, and you know those who those organizations are. The, it includes... Uh, well, you know, ASBO being your favorite, I'm guessing, right? Well, <laughs> ASBO is first on the head on the heading uh, of our papers. Okay. Yeah, 
really, it is. Well, but to be frank with you, it was because we listed them alphabetically. <laughs> I like that. That was really nice. Asbo's there, the mm-hmm. big five, which is a significant organization too. Yes. The council school superintendents, mm-hmm. PTA, okay. um, the school boards, mm-hmm. NICET, and of course, SAMI's covering principals and other administrators. Yeah. Administrators. Very good. Um, so you're, you're talking about every organization that has interest in public schools. Mm. And we come together to take positions, to make recommendations okay. on topics that are really important to all of those groups. Mm. What's really mm. fascinating about this organization is it can only have the ECB label put onto a position or a paper that every one of those organizations agrees to. Mm. So not the majority, if one organization, everyone... if one organization says no, it's no. Mm-hmm. And there's no, there's no consensus, full consensus. Necessary. Full consensus. Now, now when you're led, when you're lobbying mm-hmm. down in Albany, when you can say that every one of the major educational organizations are behind this. Oh, that's major weight. That says a lot. Yeah, that's major weight. Yeah, that's definitely. It that, really that, is major volumes. Weight. Good stuff. So, but 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 we're not listed as a as an advocacy as a, a full advocacy group in terms of when others try to influence legislation. Would it be safe to say that ECB is more of a conduit to bring all of these parties together? In exactly. Kind of you know what you guys are, and you may not know this, John, but you guys are like Voltron. You ever heard of the expression Voltron? <laughs> all, all the parts come together. You got yes. This is what it is. I love it. That's the yeah. good thing. Yeah. Voltron. Wow, it's a very powerful organization. Right. Now, right. let me say this in terms of my role is as the chair. I have no vote. Okay. Years ago, I had votes mm-hmm. when I was actually the first time I was involved with the Educational Conference Board. I was a member of the board for the PTA. Got it. Years ago, the PTA used to ensure they had a superintendent on their board. Okay. And during the 90s, I served as that role. So when I got first got involved, I was there thinking about it from a parent point of view. Obviously, it had some educational background sure. to it because sure. I was a... a, a, a superintendent at the time, Mm -hmm. but I was really there trying to be helpful to parents. So, John, you you say you were with the organization since the 90s, which is incredible. So could you tell us and the listeners just kind of how ECB has evolved over the times? Well, over time, in the early days, we were really focused to a large extent reacting with one exception, we would produce each year a proposal on school aid. Hmm. That was the very major project that we worked on. Hmm. And we advocated for that. I, I remember instantly I gotta go back and say, while I was there with the PTA, I eventually became the chair for a brief period of time 
because the person who was the chair had passed away mm-hmm. and I had just retired. Okay. So I wasn't connected as a superintendent in, anymore. So, mm-hmm. and, and then, then I, then I had a, a period of time where I went off, went off and worked for a consulting firm when I, I wasn't involved with them. And then, then they called me back. So I've been with them a long period of time, but not consistently over all those years. So, Got it. so, so John, it sounds like, cause this is a, a, a swath of years. This is a vast amount of time. This organization has been working, advocating for, for the top and major organizations. And that's great. Cause I, I actually like that. Could you just for our listeners, maybe speak to some of the greatest accomplishments of the ECB and I guess maybe through the years on the other side, you know, contrary, what have been some of the biggest challenges or hurdles that you faced as an organization? So some of the, uh, some of the things that I would point to is back in the early 2000s, Pataki was the governor at the time. Oh yeah. We, we were struggling with finances in general and we put together a, a, a rally a rally that had all mem- all kinds of members, teachers, administrators, parents, and what, what have you, school business officials. And we brought together over 20,000 people to a rally. Wow. At the time, know. we put pressure on and were effective at moving Pataki from his position on school aid that year. I would That's imagine. Impressive. That's a movement. <laughs> yeah, we haven't repeated that since. <laughs> I was going to say you probably only do the, do that this year. I hope you know. No, no. Actually, this is one of the most unusual years in terms of school finances. Can can you can you tell us why? Like, what are you, what are you seeing from your lens in terms of what's to come in the next couple of weeks when the governor's executive budget is to come out? Have you heard anything? Yeah. Any rumblings? Well, well, actually, we're very uh, appreciative of what the governor has proposed. Now, we have some things we'd like beyond that, but, but in terms of the major issues, finally getting the foundation formula funded and yes, a commitment to correct. fund it. Now, we've been working on that for years, yep. and yeah. we helped to shape what that foundation formula looked like years ago. And, of course, the finances, the state finances didn't allow it to happen. Mm-hmm. But it looks like it's going to happen at this particular session. For us, that's a big, big chart, big, big positive. But that, awesome. but we also in our paper, and hopefully you've had a paper, that paper because we distribute uh, the paper we wrote on finance early on. That's been mm-hmm. out for some time. That normally, incidentally, the process for that is while we come together to write that and support it each of the seven organizations takes the responsibility for sending it out to all the members. So I'm sure through ASBO, you got yeah. copies yes. of yes. those, those papers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, in, in spite of the fact that we're thrilled about what they're doing with the foundation formula, we, we, we still have other pieces, and you can go back and look at that paper, that we say really we need to deal with. Expense-based aids have been... Mm-hmm under attack the last few years. Yes, they are. Uh, has the, and, has and the governor we, flagged at maybe attacking those again this year? Or are no, we we're, we're pushing back on that. We're, we're trying to push back. Actually, fortunately, 
I hate to say it this way, but fortunately we have a different governor than we had last year, right. whose <laughs> mind isn't exactly in the same same vein. He he was really a struggle to deal with when it came to school funding in New York, New York State. It, we had to drag every dollar out of them we could get. So, and I hope I like that's a surprise now. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. so school business officials, especially those that listen to our podcasts are oftentimes big into advocacy. We take our job seriously. We have a lot of pride for our work and want to do everything we can for our school districts and our students. So having you on the podcast today is great because I think you are one of the few that we've had on since this podcast has started that really is focused on advocacy and making sure that schools are getting all the resources that they need. So that being said, as a school business official, what can we do to align with ECB and, and help the organization out as an individual? Or is this something we can support the advocacy efforts through ASBO New York? Like, What is the best avenue for a school business official to align themselves with ECB and make sure that the message is getting to Albany? Well, I, I think, I think you, you can do it through your organization. That's kind of the way the other organizations do it too. And, and I think the, the young man you have in there now as the executive director, I think that's his title. I'm not sure. Brian. Brian, yeah. Brian, yeah. yeah. Uh, it, you, I am so pleased that he is, is your executive director because he, like a lot of the other people who are part of the group, mm-hmm. really understand the workings of the state. Oh, yeah, he works. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard for individuals, business officials to be on top of all of that stuff. So you get to really count on the leadership of the organization. And Correct. he's going to be great. Yes, he, absolutely. He, he's actually we, we now have him in and, and put him in in charge of the finance paper. He, he, he led the group that put it together. He knows the inside and out of things. Actually, I was on the phone with him this morning. Uh, because we're um, one of the things we generally do at this time of the year is um, try to hold a legislative briefing, which is focused on the staff and the and the legislators. Mostly done in person, but now we're looking at doing it virtually, and we get great attendance at that. We schedule it in such a way, knowing that we do it on a Friday morning which works out really well to get people's attention because in the early parts of the, 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 the week, the legislators are all paying attention to their participants and the uh, uh, residents and what have you. So we get their attention toward the end of the week and we can push our, our, our papers. And, and certainly the school aid one is the major one. We're also finishing one up on school meal, taking directions on that and we'll be, We'll be producing something and for distribution on that pretty soon. Well, that's Excellent. so great to hear that ASBO, you know, one has a seat at the table and two is doing such nice work, getting the, the information to the group and, and really taking an active role. And, you know, kudos to Brian Chechnicki and, and the rest of his staff at ASBO for really towing the line and, and doing everything they can as uh, the school business organization in the state. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's doing, he's, from my point of view, he's doing a great job and great. he, he great. speaks Good well. And, and he's re- well respected among the people, yes. the, the people who participate in that whole mm-hmm. educational conference. Agreed. Agreed. So I guess with that, you know, you, you've already kind of discussed what's going 
I guess some of the things coming along the pipe in the next few weeks, and we know there's going to be a lot of announcements. Where do you see, though, looking further out into the organization's future, whether it be something I guess you desire to see or what you think will actually become in the future? And, and, and why would you feel, you know, when you present your answer to me, I guess, about the future of ECB and, and where you think it's headed, just let, let us know, like, well, why you may feel that way. Well, I, I, it may sound strange to say this, but we want to continue to do what we've been doing. And we think we've been, we've been effective. We don't get everything we want. Nobody ever has that. Mm-hmm. But the group works very well together. Mm-hmm. And one of the things we've been trying to do this year is to, and we'll continue that, to reach out and more actively bring in other people other organizations that can be helpful. Example, one of our priorities for this year really had to deal with the COVID's impact on students. Of course. And that's a struggle for us to work together on without Mm -hmm. reaching out to others. So we brought in and reached out to folks in, in, in public health to say, Let's, as a matter of fact, at, at our, one of our most recent meetings, we had three representatives who came together, all really okay. sharp people, to talk about what can we do, how can we do it. And we're yeah. trying to figure out what kind of steps can we take and suggest to be taken to mm-hmm. deal with Makes that. Because yeah. it's, a, it's a major, major issue. And, mm-hmm. and now while we say it in terms of the impact it's had on students, it's also had impact on teachers and other staff. Please, correct, yeah. So it's it, it's it's a bigger topic than we've tackled before. It's a little easier when you're talking to finances and mm-hmm. dollars and cents, but here it's a little bit more complicated. But we're reaching out to them. The other thing we did for the first time in years and years and years, we invited the leadership of the state education department to attend one of our meetings. And we had good sharing about where are they on what priorities they're working on, what priorities we're working on, and how we could support each each other. So it was nice to have the commissioner come and sit and do that. And next month, we have some folks from the health department coming. Again, that's right. some of the research kind of we're doing, partnership we're trying to do to deal with some of these um, other issues. So we don't just deal with finances, although... That's always one of the biggest pieces, but we deal with a whole lot of other things. Yeah, well, the, what you just mentioned are, are integral impacts that, yep. that it can be toward the finances. So you need to have focus on that as well. So that's pretty good. I, I commend you guys on that. So awesome. You've been great coming on. Uh, really enlighten us, like I said from the beginning, that's what ECB is, right? And folks out there know what we can do to even help support and embolden the organization, but that it's a unique structure and it's great yeah. to hear how it operates because yeah. it really brings all these seven different organizations together. And I mean, this is great to hear and talk about. So we're, that- we've, nev- we're, we've never been worried about everybody in the state understanding who we are and what we do because we're focused on making sure that we're dealing with people at the state Mm-hmm. At, at all levels, and even sometimes nationally, that affect our schools. And we want to, we want to be active about that, whether that reaches out to each, each individual business official or not, is is not as as not as important as yes, we made a difference yes, at the, the discussions picture. in Albany. Correct. 
Right, right. Well, John, thank Very you good. for your time today. This has been incredibly enlightening. And I know a lot of our listeners are going to, or probably have already gleaned a lot of information in terms of what ECB has done and is going to be doing. And I, for one, am optimistic this year. I hope it's less of a, a struggle than it has been in the past few years with education funding. And I'm sure you and ECB are doing everything you can to, uh, to move the agenda forward. So John, thank you for your time today. We truly appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you very much. And that was our interview with John Yagelski. Thank you for listening today, everyone. I'm sure just like Jack and I, we had such a great conversation and gleaned so much from him in terms of what the organization ECB has been doing and, and is planning on doing moving forward. Yes, there you have it. You know, when you talk to someone who's been on the board for 30 plus years, yeah. it's unimaginable all the transformations that they've seen through the years. But learning more about ECB, the Education Conference Board, which Again, I didn't know much about before ASBO. Really is a testament to what the big things are doing uh, for us behind the scenes and, and within the States. So we hope you enjoy it. We hope you learn a lot and uh, continue to stay tuned. So we got a really great lineup, as you mentioned last week. This first quarter, we're going to hit you hard. And uh, so we appreciate you listening. Stay tuned. And John, and I look forward to seeing you next week. Yeah. And don't forget make sure you follow SBO Perspectives on Twitter. We have our brand new social media Twitter handle dedicated just to podcast and news. So if you see it floating around, make sure to give us a follow and like our posts and subscribe to the podcast. But with that, we thank you everybody and we'll see you next week. Mm